The South African Reserve Bank's Monetary Policy Committee, or MPC, kept the interest rates unchanged as expected today. The repo rate therefore remains at six and three quarters percent. All 18 economists polled by a well-known news organisation expected the decision. On the telephone now is the Deputy MD at Investec Asset Management in Cape Town, and that's Nazmira Muller. Nazmira, first of all, it's a two-pronged question. Number one, did you agree with the 18 economists I just referred to? And number two, do you agree with the decision? Good evening, Lindsay. Um, those are relatively easy questions to start with. I agreed with the 18 economists that the Reserve Bank should not be hiking and would not be hiking, and therefore I agreed with the decision. Okay. Why did you agree with the decision? Because I would have thought that given the parlous state of the South African economy and the fact that inflation at the moment anyway is relatively contained, surely we should be giving the economy a boost. I think that... November's decision was the mistake. So I think they shouldn't have been hiking rates in November when they did. I think the inflation forecasts of the Reserve Bank were way too high at that point in time. And if we look at the change in the inflation forecast that the bank has published um, between November and the current meeting's projections, there has been a massive drop. And therefore, the data that they based the November decision on was flawed. However, I think to hike in November and to cut in January would be a massive policy volatility, which would be harmful to both markets and the economy. So therefore, I don't think a cut at this point, given the decision they took in November, would have made sense. We'll talk about the future and whether there might be cuts in the future later on in the interview. But uh, here's what Lesetia Kanyago, the good governor, said earlier today. Since November 2018, international developments have been the major contributor to an improved inflation outlook. Significant decline in international oil prices and a less depreciated exchange rate have been the key drivers of the improved outlook. That's pretty good, and that tells you about the international side. But what about the local demand side? We've seen a couple of terrible, terrible trading updates coming out from key retailers in South Africa, despite a 3.1%, I think it was, increase in retail sales numbers, which was published earlier this week. So it's almost like conflicting forces, Nazmira. I think the retail sales numbers, if we start there, that were published were for November. And the retailers are giving you data up until the end of December, and I think Christmas was a poor trading season. So it's not so much conflicting, it's just lag data. And I suspect the retail sales numbers, when they come out for December, will also look pretty weak. So I think the consumer is looking relatively weak. I think there will be some improvement through the course of 2019 because you've seen petrol prices come down quite significantly, and that normally feeds in with about a one-month lag, so you will see spending improve over the next couple of months. Um, there are some risks to that, most notably the um, electricity price increase, which Eskom is busy debating with NERSA at this point in time. So I think that's my broad outlook in terms of the domestic economy. On the Reserve Bank's point on the international economy, I do think that one of the major factors that have shifted their thinking between November and now has been the movement from the U.S. Federal Reserve, um, the fact that you've seen them pull back in terms of rate hikes quite dramatically as well since December. And I think that has played through into the dollar, into emerging market currencies. You've seen the RAN um, strengthen a reasonable amount as a result, and that's also helping the inflation outlook. And I think that's providing reassurance to the Saab because they were worried that in an environment where the Fed was going to hike another 
200 basis points, they would see the interest rate differential between South Africa and the US widening considerably. Yes, indeed, that would have been not disastrous, but certainly influential on the RAND dollar exchange rate and therefore the inflation rate in South Africa. And talking about the inflation rate, having a look at some of the forecasts from the South African Reserve Bank's Monetary Policy Committee that accompanied the unchanged decision on the repo rate today, Nazmira, they're moderating their inflation outlook and also moderating their GDP outlook. How significant are both of those moderations? So I think the change in the inflation outlook was massive. You had inflation go down from 5.5% this year, as the forecast was 5.5% average this year, to 4.8%, which is 0.7% of a decline. So whereas they had previously expected inflation to be roughly near the top end of the target range through the course of this year, they now expect it to be below 5% for the entirety of the year. In addition, next year, the inflation forecast came down a little bit. And more importantly, the core inflation forecast declined for both this year and next year. So the Reserve Bank's primary goal is inflation um, targets and stabilizing prices in the economy and therefore supporting growth by this mechanism. I think that any impetus for them to move rates higher has largely gone given their current forecasts. So I think that is quite important. The growth change for this year, has they've gone from 1.9% to 1.7%. It's certainly not helpful. I don't think it's a massive change, but we desperately need to see growth going back towards 3%. So the fact that we're now looking at 1.7% with further downside risks is concerning to me. Given all these factors and given the international environment, what do you propose or what do you predict rather for 2019? We've, I mean, it seems as though 200 basis points in the United States of America or even 100 basis points is fanciful and is out the window. So how does that influence and how do domestic issues influence what the Saab is going to do for the rest of this year? I think the Saab's likely to remain on hold through the course of this year. I know they can, we can make an argument for them to look at cutting rates, but I think the hurdle for rate cuts is actually quite high. And I, I do agree with the governor when he says that the impediments to growth in South Africa are much less about monetary policy and much more about structural constraints and confidence. That's the primary concern, and you need to see structural reform coming through to lower the cost structure in the economy. And the governor was very strong on that fact, and I am in full agreement. He's still doing a good job is the message you're putting across here, I think. Yeah, I think in general, the governor's done a good job of keeping the monetary policy outlook as stable as possible. I disagree with their hike in December, but that's 25 basis points. This is not a disagreement with 100 or 200 basis points in rate hikes. We're arguing at the margin here, Lizzie. So I think the governor is doing an excellent job, provided a very robust defense of the independence of the central bank and the fact that they already have a commitment to supporting growth by providing price stability, which is the mandate that the constitution provides them with. And I think he's the right person to run the central bank at this point in time. On that positive note, we'll leave it. Nazmira, thank you very much for your time this evening. That was Nazmira Muller, the Deputy Managing Director of Investec Asset Management in Cape Town.